0: It's the Country 104.9 Mornings
1: with Matt and Fatty podcast. There's a zoo over in Britain. They're trying to get their endangered macaque monkeys to breed more. So what have they done? They've brought in a Marvin Gaye impersonator. Marvin s- Gaye? Yeah, to sing some of those sexy songs like, Let's Get It On. I've
2: been really
1: oh, that's, that- Do monkeys respond to Marvin Gaye? Well, I don't know. We'll know in early spring if the Marvin Gaye impersonator was worth the money or not. Why Marvin Gaye? Isn't there sexy artists now? This is a sexy song. There's sexual healing.
0: You're naming songs from the 70s. There's current songs that are sexy. I don't
1: know. 70s soul's pretty sexy. Now, this song, Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye, reminds you of your mom. Yes. (laughs) My mom's first cell phone. She finally gets a cell phone. And my brother, Myron, he set up her cell phone so that this song, Let's Get It On, was her ring. So you'd be in the grocery <laughs> store with mom and yeah. she'd be in the cucumber section. Picking out a cucumber or something and this comes on. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really trying. And all oh, people would just look at her. And the funny thing here is that I don't think my mom knows who Marvin Gaye is. So she wouldn't even know why people are looking at her funny. I think she finally got a new phone and got rid of the problem. But.
0: Yeah, she got the, normal, she got the Nokia ringtone.
1: got <laughs> do, do 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 It was so funny. Our mom's the best.
0: A lot of people oh. upset at Lululemon. So this year, Lululemon doing the gear for the olympians not hudson bay company anymore a lot of people used to buy the mittens the
1: team canada mittens when hudson bay company used to do it yeah because they were like 20 bucks and you know you're showing your national pride and everything now they're 68 bucks from lululemon and people mad 68 bucks for mittens mittens it's not even
0: gloves where you have room for your fingers hobo gloves they're like mittens but then you can pull the finger part
1: back so they have a hole in them Well, that's how they're designed. 68 bucks and they have a hole in them. (laughs) That's such a dad way to explain hobo mittens. Those mittens aren't worth 68 bucks. They got a hole in them.
0: So Matt and I got looking at the Team Canada stuff on the Lulu website. Most expensive item you can get is one of the Team Canada downfilled winter jackets. 448 bucks. That's roughly what you'd spend on a winter jacket anyway, so that's not too bad. What really bummed Matt and I out, the cheapest item you can buy from the Team Canada lineup is a scrunchie. A single scrunchie for $8. An elastic? It's a scrunchie. It's like got some fabric, but it's a single scrunchie, and it's $8. Or, if you want to be
1: economical, you can buy a three-pack of hair ties for $14. $14 for something I'm going to lose in two hours? Yes. At least give me five, one for every Olympic ring. Oh, that'd be the move, right? right? and yeah. all the different colors. You missed out there, Lululemon. I feel good, at least for the athletes. If you don't win a medal, you're going home with hundreds of dollars of nice outfits. Have you been to a Lululemon? Yeah. There's one in the North London Mall. Oh, I know. I've gone in there just to feel rich, but I never buy anything.
0: No, I've gone in there with some ex-girlfriends and you, (laughs) like, they're looking at stuff. So then you go to the tiny men's section. You're like, oh, that's a nice pair of sweatpants. You look at the tag and it's like $170. You're like, nope, I'll be waiting on the bench outside. I'll be out on the bench. I'll be out on the bench reading my phone and crying. (laughs) Schubert, He's the mayor of Hudson, Ohio. They have a river there. There is
1: some local people proposing ice fishing along the river. Right. So this comes up at the council meeting and the mayor was like, no, I don't think we should do this. But his mental gymnastics for wanting to shut ice fishing down is bizarre. Here's what the mayor said.
0: Then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hmm. Hudson Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. Now you got the police chief and the police department involved. Okay, Just data points to consider. I'm going to play that part again because it's important. Hold on. Fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. Okay, so, so. I, I, I think his thinking is if you're out on the ice with your little shanty, your little kind of shed thing, That's kind of a private space where you can do anything. So I think he's worried people will go there to do illegal things.
1: But why would you want to do that out in the cold on the (laughs) ice? (laughs) It's It's the stupidest reason. Well, if we let them have tents, then they'll build shanties. And then come the prostitution. Yep. (laughs) They're shutting down camping at Pinery and Point Farms. It's just the dumbest logic to me.
0: Well, you and I were talking a couple weeks ago about Memorial Arena in the town of Goderich. And
1: we had pitched dodgeball. It could be a dodgeball facility. We want to go to a council meeting and say, hey, we want this arena to be used for dodgeball. And and that would be like someone at the council responding by saying like balls, balls. You know what people think of when they think
0: of dodge balls. Oh, if you start throwing balls around, then next thing you know, you'll be throwing other balls around. Yeah, you know, the kind shut it down now overreaction. <laughs> and then they tear down Memorial Arena because somebody said dodge ball. I hope the ice fishermen get their ice fishing. You see those annoying posts on Facebook and Twitter. Here's my wordle score for the day.
1: Yeah, I got it in three tries Look at me, I got it
0: in two tries I got it in one try It gets kind of annoying after a while
1: But it turns out that kind of saved somebody's life recently There's this 80 year old woman She liked to always brag to her daughter the score she
0: got Not familiar with this Wordle game It's You see the little yellow and green squares on people's Facebook
1: page They'll share it every once in a while It's this word game Daughter noticed there was a day that went by and she didn't hear the Wordle score from her mom. And she was getting a little worried for her. So it turns out the mom was hijacked by a knife-wielding naked man. Hold on. (laughs) This story took a weird turn. Enters her home, disconnected the phone lines in the house, barricaded her inside the bathroom without her phone. So she couldn't play Wordle in there anyway. Didn't tell me this is going to turn into a Tarantino movie. Oh, it's crazy. It's a crazy story. She was in the bathroom for about 17 hours. And if it hadn't been for her not being able to play Wordle and send it to the daughter, the daughter got worried, called the police, police go over to the house, noticed a broken window or something, went in and saved this woman. So thanks to Wordle, this woman is saved, sort of. Yeah, I guess. I think the story kind of means like, Wordle's no good. Wordle will end you up barricaded in your own house. Stop playing Wordle. No, I don't think so. Wordle saved the day. Wordle has saved my boredom throughout the day. For like two minutes. It's like
0: it's a quick game to play.
1: Well, some of us take a little longer. Yes, Uh, fair enough. (laughs) Some of us lived under power lines. The state of Idaho, they're famous for their potatoes, and they thought they would do something special for Valentine's Day by releasing a fragrance. A potato perfume. It smells like potatoes. Does it smell like a bag of chips when you open chips? Well, that would be a nice smell, but it actually smells like a plate of French fries. Yeah, it smells pretty That's good. It's kind of a nice smell. Okay.
0: It's an inviting smell. I wanted to criticize it, but I like the smell of French fries. It's called Frites by Idaho. <laughs> they went French. That's some fancy stuff there. Nicely done. And we figured some farmers in Huron County, they're famous for growing certain things. Why not create our own local fragrances? For example, Zurich has the Bean Festival. They can make a bean-scented perfume
1: called Lance. Ooh,
0: fl- Ooh. Flashu Lance. That's
1: what I'm wearing. Rutabagas are famous in Blyath. They could have uh, a perfume, Turnip. Ooh, it's French, so you know it's good.
0: Well, you smell beautiful tonight, sweetheart, and I'm hungry. What is that? Ternyp. Turnip. Holmesville has
1: a perfume called Dump. It weirdly smells like White church. Doug Ford, not too happy with Walmart because they said that they were going to give rapid tests to different grocery stores and department stores so that they could give them away for free. Walmart was one of those stores and you had to order them online. So if you're doing
0: the online grocery pickup, you could add... Uh, COVID rapid tests for free because they're free from the province. Except Walmart was making you purchase at least $35 worth of groceries before they would give you one of these things for free. Premier Doug Ford got wind of it and he tweeted, mm-mm-mm, mm 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 -mm -mm." and then Walmart changed their policy pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, but are you really going to make someone walk out of the store and go to your car just for the test? Hell yeah, I am. For something free? I'm paying for it. or I guess I'm not paying for it. But the province is paying for it. That's like when you go through the McDonald's drive-through when they have free coffee and you just ask for coffee? I do that all the time. Do you? Yeah. It's, it just, it's looks, free. It just
0: looks cheap. It is cheap. It's free. But I, I didn't ask them to give it away. They're giving it away. But Premier Doug Ford is right. Free means free. Fair enough. But where would he have sent them... If he didn't send them to Walmart, like if he's going to take the free
1: rapid test from Walmart and give them to somebody else, where do you think he'd send them? Oh, probably Tim Hortons. And that would be a great spot. (laughs) Get get them at the Tim Hortons drive through. Loves those egg sandwiches, right? Timmy's a good plug. The best thing you guys ever did is make those real egg sandwiches. I'd like an egg sandwich and a rapid test. The second best thing you ever did was give out those free rapid tests that my government provided to the Tim Hortons. You know what? Make it three (laughs) egg sandwiches.
0: That'd be cool. So you can get the the rapid test right now at grocery stores and pharmacies across Ontario, including many in Huron County. Pharmacies is important too.
1: They put them right next to the black makeup so Prime Minister Justin Trudeau can find them. Valentine's Day's coming up, and some people like to get all romantic on Valentine's Day. Maybe you have something on your bedroom bucket list, like joining the Mile High Club. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Well. There's a service in Las Vegas that provides this service called the Love Cloud, where they'll fly you and a partner. (laughs) Love Cloud doesn't sound sexy. It sounds like an STI. Love Cloud. Oh, I got a bad case of the Love Cloud. They'll fly you and a partner in a private airplane for 45 minutes. So you got 45 minutes to do the maritals. They got a mattress in there, pillows covered in red satin. It's all romantic, I guess, and... The pilot apparently wears noise canceling headphones. Is that safe? Yeah, yeah, right. Is that What if there's an alarm going off? <laughs> pilot can't hear
0: it. Also, is there a 15 minute package? Can I get a shorter package? Yeah, 45 minutes. Do so I need to pay for the full 45 minutes?
1: I know. After a while, you'd be like, oh, hey, are they going to
0: land soon? I'll be on Facebook Marketplace for 30 minutes of that. This is awkward. But that's yeah. kind of cheating, though, right? That's not joining the Mile High Club. You're renting a a plane pretty much. It's basically a hotel room in the sky. You got to do what everybody else does. You got to book a commercial flight in economy and you got to sneak to the bathroom. First person goes, waits in the bathroom for five minutes. Then the next person comes and then you awkwardly do the deed and then you go get checked for STIs after. Because damn, you are asking for
1: a UTI if you join the Mile High Club. It's just a step up from a port-a-potty, really. Airplane bathroom. It's kind of gross. I wouldn't know. I don't know if it's a step up. I think it's a
0: lateral move. Yeah. I think it's the same thing. Uh, so you can do it. And it's about a thousand bucks. Which isn't bad. What a deal. But a thousand bucks to rent a plane for 45 minutes. How many people are doing that a day in B? Are they changing the sheets? They say they are. I feel like this is the Motel 6 of airplane rentals. I'm just saying, just pretend you're
1: in an airplane at home. It'll be a lot cheaper. I think people go a little nutty. When they try and fix something that's not something they know how to fix. Like a toilet? Like a toilet. Should have just called the plumber. But no, I don't want to call the professional because that costs money sometimes. You want to exhaust all your options. You have to leave work early because your toilet was plugged at home. Yeah. You took the work plunger with you. Yeah, I thought, well, maybe it'll work better than my plunger. Did you bring it back? Uh, it, it was broken, by the way. <laughs> I just threw it out. Did you break it? It had a hole in it. Got home. It's plunging. I probably plunged for about four hours. And at one point I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing? You know, when you're just doing the same thing over and over again and you're never getting a different result. It's called insanity, really. I was just stubborn. I was convinced that eventually I'll dislodge something. And did you? Well, it kind of goes down. I just got no pressure. And then I went down into the crawl space and I started tapping on pipes like that's going to help? What? <laughs> Why just were you tapping, tapping on, pipes? on pipes? Well, th- maybe th- there's something lo- lodged in there. And if I tap on the pipe hard enough, it'll dislodge. Oh, that's the saddest thing you've ever said on the radio. It, I clearly am not a professional in the plumbing department. Oh, there's tradespeople right now just shaking their heads. Some probably crying. And then I got one of those plumbing snakes. Could hardly get past couple feet
0: are you using it right yeah is there anything more emasculating than a man showing another man how to use a tool properly <laughs> <laughs> and i experienced this all the time with trish's dad because he's good with tools and i'm not yeah don't so be like do you know how to use this ratchet i'm like i think so like,
1: yeah yeah i know how to use it i can use that yeah we're all like tough about it like it's okay to admit that you don't know anything about it but you got to call somebody who knows now you got to call a plumber i got to humble myself and call a plumber.
0: So if you're saying a prayer today, make sure you say an extra hard prayer for our own Matthew Hussey and his toilet problems.
1: Amen. I'm exhausted. All that, like, I probably burned a lot of calories just plunging. It's a good exercise. I feel it in my core, actually. Amen. I got six-pack abs this morning. No, you don't. Stop lying to people. So if I'm looking for a used piece of furniture on, let's say, the Facebook marketplace, I always look for things like pet-free Smoke free,
0: pet free. You have pets. You have a dog and a cat.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to come in with dog hair all over it. It's someone else's dog's hair and it would freak out my dog because they'll smell another dog. Fair enough. But one thing I might start asking is, is it fingernail free? This story out of Ireland, this couple bought a couch on the classifieds. It looked all great on the outside. The dude lost the remote. And so you do what you always do. Just reach your hand in there. You never know what's even down there half the time, but you still reach your hand in looking for the remote. He came up with a handful of fingernails, toenails, all of the above. Just a handful of these things. If there's a nail on your body, it was in this couch. These people must have just been habitually just sitting there watching TV. It looked like a whole family participated in this, or maybe it was just... 10 years of buildup of fingernails.
0: Okay. I've honestly, I bought one couch when I moved to Huron (laughs) County and I still have that couch. Trish gave me her couch. So I've never bought a couch from a stranger. Wouldn't you clean it or check
1: it before you start using it? Normally you do, but it looked all good on the outside and you assume that people give it a good vacuum first. You assume that I
0: assume people are filthy and I clean everything. That's why I don't use any of the kitchen utensils here, because you use them. I don't know what your cleaning habits are. I'm a good cleaner. I don't know that.
1: I'm going to admit that I have done this fingernail thing. I can't judge whoever this was, because I'll sometimes pick at my nails. And I don't want to make that trip to the garbage can. I'm I'm, I'm right in the middle of a show. I'll just shove it down the couch. I'll admit to it. Have you done this before? No! It's What is wrong with you? (laughs) I vacuum it every few weeks so dude trish makes fun of me because i clip i go
0: outside to clip my nails it'll be a snowstorm and i'm on my front porch click 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 you won't even do it in the house no no i don't want fingernails getting anywhere it's nasty yeah yeah no i go outside to the front porch and i do it outside and then i come back in freshly cleaned nails nothing laying around my house Wow. Oh, so if you're going to Matt Hussey's house and you're watching TV, don't go to Matt Hussey's house and watch TV. It's disgusting.
1: I'll leave the remote out. Oof.
0: Big time award for the Huron County Library Service. So the Ontario Library Association, they gave Huron County Library Services the Archival and Preservation Achievement Award. This is for a project that started back in 2014. It's still going on. So back in 2014, they started archiving these old newspapers and magazines. Oldest goes back to 1848. The newest ones are 2019. Everything in between. It's a pretty cool service. You'll hear Matt and I dig up old newspapers periodically, and we're realizing now we kind of we we're looking at newspapers from 100 years ago today. And old newspapers were very much the Facebook.
1: Of that day. Yeah, little everyday things would make the news because there wasn't as much of an international focus. It would be stuff like uh, a family from Toronto visited the local area. So this is, <laughs> this is very real. This is from February 9th,
0: 1922. So almost 100 years ago to the day. This is from the Wingham Advance, February 9th, 1922. was the big news. Here's the headline. Broke her hip. Who? A sad accident befell Miss Richard Irwin on Victoria Street on Saturday evening when she fell on a small patch of ice in the backyard and broke her hip. She was hurried away to the Wingham Hospital where her injuries were carefully attended to and at last reports, she is doing well as can be expected. (laughs) Woman slips on ice. I wonder what happened to her. I mean, she's probably dead now, but I hope she recovered okay.
1: Nowadays, the story would take a turn at the end. She plans to sue the town, you know.
0: <laughs> For $4 million, <laughs> or in those days, $4.
1: Anyone who's never gone, go and explore these newspapers. It is a wonderful service. It's a, on the huroncounty.ca. Uh, Huron County Library.ca. Huroncountylibrary.ca. Huroncountylibrary.ca. You can go back in time and see that flour cost one cent at the local grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> There's not, not even any fresh produce. It's just flour, sugar. Tobacco.
0: Tobacco, like... <laughs> People selling a lot of wool. So we looked at another newspaper, again, from 100 years ago today. And there's an article about something. They're complaining about something that Matt and I have complained about recently on the morning show. Like as recently as last week. This one is from the Huron Expositor. It's from February 10th. Today, but 100 years ago. February 10th, 1922. Well, what were the big issues back then? So this is what the author wrote. And it's about baby names. Oh, yeah, we still have these discussions. So the women's suffragette movement. Right. Big back in the 20s. So here's what it says. During the women's suffragette campaign, many parents sympathetic with the cause named their daughters Faith and Hope. So I guess those names kind of came out of the suffragette movement. If you know somebody named Faith or Hope, came from that. Yeah, because they're fighting for something. So it continues. Businesswomen resented female names of the fluffy type and selected such names for their sons, such as Cecil, Sidney, or Francis. They wanted strong names, so they're like, oh, you want me to name my daughter a fluffy girl name? I'm giving it to my son.
1: Well, they were breaking down gender stereotypes 100 years ago.
0: My son is Sydney now. <laughs> so those, those names, Sydney, Francis as men's names started because of the women's suffragette movement.
1: Isn't that something? We still have this discussion every year when people, like celebrities, name their kid a weird name or something, right? <laughs> Apple is always the go-to. But they were fighting for the whole women's movement then. It makes me wonder if, like, a modern thing that people are fighting for. Like, truckers? Let's say the truckers and whatever they're fighting for. You think, they're gonna, you think there's going to be baby names based on the truckers' convoy? Well, I wonder if we'll see some babies named Mac or Wheeler Peterbilt. (laughs) Freedom. (laughs) In the coming days. Maybe. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. There's always somewhat of a scandal that goes on at every Olympics. Sort of the big one so far with the Winter Olympics is the International Ski Federation. They're coming under fire after they disqualified five female ski jumpers. Five of them. Germany, Austria, Norway, Japan among them. And... The reason is that they said that their suits were too big. They offered an aerodynamic advantage. And if you've seen any pictures of these suits, they're kind of right. They're baggy pants, like picture spandex pants. That go all the way down? But the crotch area goes about almost halfway to the knees. So when you spread out your legs to do the jumping, you've got a bit of a like a wing in there. Oh, it's like a parachute factor. Yeah. There's a little bit of a, like, which could make the difference between gold and silver and All you need is like just a few feet or inches sometimes to win these things. It could give them an extra boost in the air. So they're not necessarily wrong, but I guess this must be sort of, they're not alone, just one country doing this. A a lot of people have adopted these new pants. These parachute pants? These parachute pants. That
0: 80s are back, right? (laughs) Well, this kind of happened last year. We heard about the Norwegian women's beach handball team. They were disqualified because they wore so the beach handball outfit is like a pretty much a super tight sports bra and like skimpy panties, like skimpy bikini bottoms. They wore shorts instead of the bikini bottoms, and got disqualified for wearing less revealing clothing.
1: Well, and that's a little different. That was clearly just sexist. Yeah. Because that has nothing to do with your ability to play the sport, so, what you're wearing. So,
0: but what's the resolution here with the ski
1: jump? Does everybody just wear a bikini, men and women? Maybe. We just have the bikini jump? They just have the yeah, bikini jump, or we have a separate sport. Where you can just modify your clothing however you want, so you can wear like a wingsuit, like a flying <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> you go off the ski jump and you you fly halfway over Beijing or something. Oh, uh, dude, take my money. Yeah, why isn't, <laughs> I would watch that sport? Well, why isn't that a sport? Fly
0: right through Beijing into Nepal, ski soaring. <laughs> yes, dude, ski soaring. And you know what? Canada would dominate in that sport. Yes. <laughs> You've been hearing Matt Hussey say that his toilet's broken at home. It's not flushing properly. It's just
1: trickling down. It's been days, days it's been without a toilet. Two days, my family getting really upset. My my son yesterday said, Dad, I got to take a crap. I can't take a crap because of your ego. <gasps> That's what he said. Because you didn't want to call a repair person. I, I wanted to explore all my options first. I wanted to try and fix it myself. I was determined. <laughs> I tried everything. I got up on the roof and I even got out the hose and hooked it up. And I was trying to flush the vent. I thought maybe it was a ventilation problem. That's such a kid I, thing to I, say. It's like, where's
0: your money? I don't see you fixing this. I, I, a child who lives in my house.
1: Well, he had a good point. <laughs> We we like to fix things ourselves if we can. No, he, we, he had a bad point because you fixed it. I did fix it, but it could have went either way. I, I was expecting to call a plumber this morning. I had one last option. It was taking the toilet right off to see if there was any clogging at the bottom. And there was. Lime or calcium buildup. Scraped all that out. Scraped out the inside of the toilet from the other direction. Put it on. Flushed beautifully. So this was after two days. I have done nothing but... <laughs> I have done nothing but focus on this toilet for two full days. And I was getting frustrated. I wasn't even eating yesterday. And then to have that victory at the end of the day, after watching a few YouTube videos. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. <laughs> it, it was just such a victory. And I, I poured a beer and it was one of the best beers of my life. I, I just felt like such victory. I hope you washed your hands first. Oh yeah. Okay. I did. It okay. was it was a disgusting job. You know the feeling. You, you succeed at something you don't think you're gonna succeed at. It uh, felt really good. Yeah, sure. I, I I don't know that feeling.
0: I've I rent. So whenever there's an issue, I just call my landlord and be like, Your house is broken. Come fix it, landlord.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of lucky sometimes to not own a home.
0: Oh, you know what, Fatty? Your lack of ability to own a home, you're just so lucky being poor. How insensitive of you. Maybe, but there are benefits. You know
1: who has it good, poor people? Ah, douche. I don't have a lot of money either, but I got in on the housing market when you could buy a house for $100,000. Oh, Fatty, I wish I was like you and couldn't afford a home.
0: Got word from sources, Doug Ford government could be doing away with license plate stickers. Well, it's about time. That thing you pay 120 bucks a year for might be doing away with that. Word is if you already bought one, say, into 2023, you'll get that money back.
1: And I was just complaining about this yesterday because I figured the government was giving us a free year when they told us we didn't need one until now. And apparently you go to the Service Ontario and they're making you do the back pay. Yep. You got to pay for the previous like, years. And it's on your birthday, too. So I complain about this every year. It ruins my birthday because my mom always asks me, hey, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, well, actually, I have no money thanks to the government. Maybe just some cash so I can get a sticker. Math complaining about the government. Very original. But, like, what are we paying for? 120 bucks. For a sticker. It's not even like a scratch and sniff sticker. That's right? the worst part. It's a
0: sticker. It's just a shiny sticker. What would the plate sticker smell like if it was scratch and sniff? Would it smell like a real egg sandwich? Probably. Smell like Doug Ford's hair gel? Yeah. I don't know what it would smell like, but it for- should smell like something. We should get something out of it. But hey, you might be saving 120 bucks a year. What can you get for 120 bucks a year? You can take your family out for dinner like one time?
1: At the very least, you could fill up your snowmobile. <laughs> I was watching some of the Olympics last night, the men's short figure skating. It blows your mind, really, what they can do on skates. Most of us can't even do this on our floor. Do you ever catch yourself doing this, though, watching sports, and you're starting to complain, like, oh, they barely landed their quad. Oh, they flubbed a little bit.
0: Your team has a bad pass or there's a bad play in football. It's like, well, if I was coach. I would have done this thing, which would have totally won the game. What a stupid idiot. Criticize, and then we shove another fistful of potato chips in our face. You
1: think you're the expert.
0: It's so ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. You just sit there and you're like, oh, man, if that was me, I wouldn't have done that. You would lose your breath walking upstairs. Stop criticizing Sidney Crosby.
1: It's so pathetic, the things we say from our couch.
0: He only did a triple axel. You should have done a quadruple, you moron. (laughs) (laughs) Why why can't he do five spins before he lands? Oh, it's amazing how quickly sports turns you into a knuckle dragon idiot. We mentioned that over Christmas, Mad Hussey got a bidet.
1: Yeah, I got a bidet to improve the quality of my life.
0: And it was one of those fancy bidets where, so I have one as well, but mine is just like the cold water hookup. Same water that goes into the toilet goes into the bidet attachment. You got a fancy pants one where you
1: actually hook up the hot water as well as the cold water. Yeah, so I have a hot water option and there is warnings on the bidet when you have it at the hot setting. It never usually gets all that hot, but I was running the hot water, switched it to cold water, but there must have been scolding hot water still in the line. And I burned my behind. You burned your brown eye. And I've never had a burn there before. It's not some place you usually burn. No. Yeah. Uh, Right? Usually
0: hot things aren't around that. No.
1: It was the the awfulest feeling. I had to lay down for like several hours. I thought I was even not going to be able to come do the show. I expected to be standing up. That's how bad of a burn it was. I'm glad you didn't have to go to the doctor. I know. How embarrassing would that be?
0: Explain that to your family doctor. It's like, doc, my Play-Doh cutter, it
1: hurts. (laughs) <laughs> the what bl- is the, the bidet What did you do? It's a bidet accident
0: oh, we, oh Well, we see these all the time, Mr. Hussey We know exactly what to do Here's a cream You have to apply it 17 times a day I put some ice on it Like ice cubes? No, like an ice pack I wrapped it first Like you didn't fill a Ziploc bag with ice? You got like one of those reusable ice packs? Yeah And you put it against your rusty wagon wheel?
1: It helped. That's what you're supposed to do when you burn something.
0: But dude, other people have to use that. Yeah, well, I'm going to clean it. You can never
1: clean it enough now. Do you think I need to throw it out? Yes, dude. You're putting it against your cornhole. I guess people do put that on their lunch. Yes. Yeah.
0: You got to get a Ziploc bag. You fill it with ice, and then you once it's done, you throw it out. All right, so you learned a couple things this morning. You learned if you get a fancy pants bidet, watch out for the hot water. And you learned that if you're at Matt Hussey's house, don't go anywhere close to the ice packs. <laughs> There's a new report out showing that people stealing more from grocery stores. The top three items they're stealing, number one, meat, number two, cheese, and number three, over-the-counter medicine. Really? The meat I kind of get, right? Meat's expensive. Yeah. Dairy can get kind of expensive. Cheese, delicious. Meat, delicious. Over-the-counter medicine, yeah, you need that stuff sometimes, but like, you don't want to
1: pay $7 for cough drops. I feel like meat and cheese are an easy thing to like shove down your pants for some reason like cheese i kind of get yeah you get a big brick of black diamond cheese you can shove that down your
0: pants you could grab like a whole
1: turkey and just pretend you're pregnant meat and cheese though what are they making i don't know they're Uh, just making like a bunch of enchiladas uh, maybe tacos yeah
0: and that's maybe how you suss these people
1: out yeah so if you have that sketchy family member that never invites you over Suddenly I invite you over and you're having tacos. Come have some tacos. Where'd you get that meat? Where'd you get the meat, mom? How did you get all that cheese? Where did the cheese come from,
0: mom? <laughs> Are you stealing? We had a discussion about this four
1: years ago. <laughs> then you have to have an intervention. I used to work at a grocery store and there was this guy that used to shove stuff in his hat. He had like a top hat. He <laughs> had like, like an a Lincoln <laughs> top hat? It was, like, it was kind of like just a hat with a really large top. And it was so obvious. They finally caught him. It's like, take off your hat. All this stuff fell out.
0: Bunch of oranges and plums. Didn't you say there was a dude who would just grab fistfuls from the bulk bins? Yep. And shove them into his pockets? Just fill his pockets. Oh. Full of nuts. Reaching
1: his bare, (laughs) dirty hand into the bulk. Gross. (laughs) That's why I don't touch the bulk food section. That's why you got to wash your (laughs) produce. Did you know that there is an Ottawa in Ohio? I didn't know that. It's a little village of about 4,300 people. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because someone called in a bomb threat to Ottawa, Ohio.
0: Were they meaning to call in a bomb threat to Ottawa,
1: Ontario? Yes, with all the stuff going on in Ottawa, there's a lot of stuff going down there. And somebody thought they would make a bomb threat to the Ottawa police service. They ended up (laughs) calling Ottawa, Ohio. Oh, this
0: is an international crime now. (laughs) You got the FBI on your phone, son. But there's also a town near uh, Collingwood. It's just south of Collingwood called Nottawa.
1: Yeah. That
0: maybe, I'm wondering if they've gotten any calls recently.
1: Maybe they wanted to be called Ottawa, and then they realized Ottawa was Uh, taken. just put an N at the beginning. It's like, we're Nottawa.
0: Or we'll make fun of Ottawa. We'll be Nottawa. We're the Not-Ottawa. So I've been that idiot where Trish and I were planning a trip to Killarney, Ontario. If you've been to Killarney, you know it's not a big town. I had never been there before, but there is a Killarney, Ireland, which is a big city. Well, of and course. They, so we were looking at places to eat in Killarney. It's like, would well, they have Indian food? We can get Thai. Oh, oh endless possibilities of food in Killarney. Look at how beautiful this town is.
1: It looks like something out of Ireland or something.
0: And if you've ever been to Killarney, Ontario, it's a beautiful town, but there is not much there. No, a lot of trees. And there's a few <laughs> houses, a couple of hotels, and then that's it. We will just say right off the bat, drinking and driving is dumb. Oh, terrible. Yeah, don't ever do it. There's a drunk driving story out of Guelph. Driving drunk is dumb. This person was
1: especially dumb. Yeah, maybe this just proves how dumb drinking and driving is, actually. It's dumb, but this person was dumb prior to the drinking and driving. Double dumb. Doing something dumb almost always leads to something dumber. And this is a good example of this. What are you talking about? Well, you do something dumb, like try and fix something you're not qualified to fix, and then you end up breaking it, for example. Okay. woman was pulled over at the University of Guelph, a 19-year-old. She was driving erratically. They figured she was impaired, pulled her over, asked for her license. What does she pull out? An LCBO gift card. How appropriate. (laughs) Turns out she was over the legal limit facing charges. Instant red flag that you're impaired. You pull out the LCBO card. Instead of your license. Something I don't think you appreciate about this story. Obviously,
0: drinking and driving is bad. But you didn't grow up doing anything bad. Like, you you never went to a party and got drunk in high school and then had to come home and talk to your parents while you were buzzed.
1: No, never had that experience of, like, trying to fake that I was
0: normal. Or, yeah, you went out to whatever with your friends, smoked some pot that you shouldn't have smoked. And then you come back, eyes are all red. You think you're you're so smart. You're like, oh, they didn't notice. Your parents noticed. But they knew. I think their concern was like, well, he's back
1: home safe. And he's still being like nice and respectful and his schoolwork's getting done. That's usually what parents think. Yeah. At least they're home and I'm not sitting here worrying all night. But you kind of had one experience where you did a little too much cannabis. <laughs> I did. It was like the one and only time I even did cannabis. And this was like recently. And it, so it became legalized and, and so I thought, well, I, I'll see what all the fuss is about. And someone had given me, gave me an edible and it like was it's just a little bit of edible. How strong could it be? It was clearly way too strong for me. And uh, I was trying to pretend that I didn't have it because I was kind of embarrassed <laughs> at the way I was acting. So I was, I, I know I was just talking absurd things to my wife and, Everyone was looking at me funny. I just ended up going to bed, and I almost actually called my wife saying, hey, I think I'm dying. Call somebody. (laughs) Yep, that's called being high. It's embarrassing. Oh, sorry,
0: buddy. A lot of people upset at Lululemon. So this year, Lululemon doing the gear for the Olympians, not Hudson Bay Company anymore. A lot of people used
1: to buy the mittens, the Team Canada mittens, When Hudson Bay Company used to do it? Yeah, because they were like 20 bucks and, you know, you're showing your national pride and everything. Now they're 68 bucks from Lululemon and people mad. 68 bucks for mittens? Mittens. It's not even gloves where you have room for your fingers. Hobo gloves. They're like mittens, but then you can pull the finger part back. So they have a hole in them.
0: Well, that's how they're designed. 68 bucks (laughs) and they have a hole in them. (laughs) That's such a dad way to explain hobo mittens.
1: Those mittens aren't worth 68 bucks. They got a hole in them.
0: So Matt and I got looking at the Team Canada stuff on the Lulu website. Most expensive item you can get is one of the Team Canada downfilled winter jackets, 448 bucks. That's roughly what you'd spend on a winter jacket anyway, so that's not too bad. What really bummed Matt and I out, the cheapest item you can buy from the Team Canada lineup is a scrunchie, a single scrunchie for $8. An elastic? It's a scrunchie. It's like got some fabric, but it's a single scrunchie, and it's $8, or if you want to be economical, you can buy a three-pack of hair ties
1: $14? $14. $14 for something I'm going to lose in two hours? Yes. At least give me five, one for every Olympic ring. <laughs> oh, that'd be the move, right? Right, and yeah. all the different colors. You missed out there, Lululemon. I feel good, at least for the athletes. If you don't win a medal, you're going home with hundreds of dollars of nice outfits. Have you been to a Lululemon? Yeah. There's one in the North London Mall. Oh, I know. I've gone in there just to feel rich, but I never buy anything. No, I've gone in there with some
0: ex girlfriends, and you like, they're looking at stuff. So then you go to the tiny men's section. You're like, oh, that's a nice pair of sweatpants. You look at the tag, and it's like $170. You're like, nope, I'll be waiting on the bench outside. I'll be out on the bench. I'll be out on the bench reading my phone and crying. So dictionary.com, they added a couple new words this week, and the words are vaxer and Anti-vaxxer.
1: People use those words, no, yeah.
0: The formal definitions, just so you're clear on this, a vaxxer is an informal noun considered a person who trusts vaccine or is in favor of vaccination. And anti-vaxxer, just to clear things up, is that person you blocked on Facebook four
1: months ago. Sometimes you don't have a lot of money for Valentine's Day and you figure, well, maybe I'll make something for the love of my life. There was this guy in Kingston named Rob... He did just that. There was a bunch of snow, of course, that came down over the last few weeks. And he thought, I'm going to make my wife a giant bear ice sculpture in the backyard.
0: Hold on. Why a bear? Bears are terrifying.
1: Not really. It's a 10-foot teddy bear. 10-foot teddy bear. teddy bear. And it's not terrifying because it's got a heart on its chest. That's even more terrifying. If you see a bear with a heart on their chest. Its internal organs are on the
0: outside. It's deformed.
1: Well, I guess so. Depends how you look at it. She thought it was sweet. And it also faces the highway. So they light it up at night. And so people driving by can see it too. So, <laughs> so it can distract the drivers. So it's, it's making the community happy as well. Also, he didn't do this for Valentine's. He did it like two weeks ahead of Valentine's Day. Well, he said it was an early Valentine's Day present. Oh. I'm just saying, sometimes you can make something and the wife seems very happy. You don't have to always go the real expensive route. That's true. If you've got a gift for carving in snow, use that. I once wrote my wife a song. Yeah, did she like it? I think she liked it. She might have wanted chocolates instead, but (laughs) you're a trained musician,
0: so she hears you singing songs all the time. Yeah. So maybe you singing another song about her is just like, ugh, where's the chocolate dummy? What a cheapskate. (laughs) Dude, if you wrote me a song and sang me a song, oh my God, that'd be so sweet.
1: Wouldn't that be nice? Don't do it. It would would be awkward and weird, but it'd be sweet. I'm not going to do that for you. Thank you. I don't want you to. Have you ever been to those Build-A-Bear stores where the kids go in and they make their own bear? I went with my ex once. She wanted
0: to Build-A-Bear. I, I didn't know much about it. We went in, and once I saw the price of the Build-A-Bear, we walked out immediately. Oh, dear, and then you broke up. So I don't think it was right after that, but I don't think it was too long after well, that. That's probably
1: where she started to build a grudge. <sighs> well, that's what happened there. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, though, Build-A-Bear is entering the adult market. Ooh. They have an after dark... Series. I went onto the webpage. There was nothing even really raunchy, but they asked me, Are you 18 years and older? They do the 18 plus filter <laughs> yeah. for Build a Bear now. Yeah. And like the most risque thing I could see was it looked like a, a bear with a robe lying on a shag carpet. Ooh, shag. And then there was one involving alcohol. It was a female bear, and she had a shirt that said, It's wine o'clock somewhere. Oh, that's so cliche. So so pretty cheesy. We figured there's more romantic things than these things. Yeah, more adult but also romantic Build-A-Bears. Like what about Brandon Bear? Brandon Bear? Brandon Bear picked up pizza so no one has to cook tonight. Ooh, what's more romantic than not having to cook?
0: Yeah. And then there's Karen the Care Bear. She'll ask for the manager. To
1: tell them what a good job you're doing. Nothing more sexier than a compliment. (laughs) Minnie Mouse getting a new outfit. Give her something that looks a little more smart, like a pantsuit. It's a blue pantsuit. Now that we're addressing Disney characters, though, can we get Winnie the Pooh some pants? Winnie the Pooh Beloved. Has
0: never worn pants, just junk hanging out. And we haven't even addressed Tarzan. It's ridiculous. He lives in the trees. Everyone's seeing all of his parts. We're down below. Tarzan is up above swinging, his junk flapping all over the place, and Disney not addressing that. Also, why does
1: Goofy get clothes but Pluto doesn't?
0: They're both dogs. (laughs) Almost three weeks ago, I posted a couple box springs in my bed frame. Up on Facebook Marketplace, not a single message. And, and then last night, Trish is like, send me those photos. I'm going to post
1: them on the Marketplace. Two hours later, they were gone and I had money in my pocket. It's because you don't have anything on your Facebook profile. You don't even have a picture of your face. No. So if, if I see that, I immediately think you're a scammer. It looks like you have no life. Everyone who finds something on Marketplace, you're creeping the person that's selling it. I always go to their page just to see if they look like upstanding people. You bought a couch recently, and I think it said pet-free home, and you're like, I'm going to see if these people own a dog. And if they say pet-free, I'm going to their Facebook page and looking for dogs. Uh, so I need a Facebook profile <laughs> photo to sell more stuff. But I, I must say, I have pulled my wife into things to try and secure the deal. Instead of saying, I can be there in a couple hours, I'll say, my wife and I can come and pick it up in a couple hours. It's less threatening if there's a woman there. Yes. Yeah.
0: So if you're trying to sell something on the marketplace, get your wife, girlfriend, sister, get find the woman in your life, get them to sell it. Or someone that has a life. Or, yeah, get yeah. somebody who has some kind of life. Not fatty. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast.